welcome everybody to episode 5 of the Nerds Aren't Real podcast. Maybe episode 4 if you count our last episode as episode 3 and a half like Mac does. But my name is Hank and with me as always is Mac. Harvey, no! Harvey! Is that Rachel? <laughs> this is the worst opener you've had yet. I was just going to say I'm Batman, but Harvey <laughs> pissed that Her like, Harvey, no! Just and then it's spliced in with like a where is she? The voices of the Dark Knight are just a great time. Yeah, I don't like Maggie Gyllenhaal in really anything, but that's not. Hank, no. Jeez, it's gonna haunt me. I said at the beginning, if if, if the Scarecrow sprayed me with his fear toxin, that's what would ring through my head yeah. right now. Hank at the beginning said, do you have one of these? And I said, I do, but it's going to piss you off. Yeah, just so everyone knows, I say, this is Hank, and with me is Mac. And then Mac surprises me <laughs> with, like, a little one-liner that he does. Last one was great. The last two have been great. The last two really have been great. Actually, no, the last three. Boba Fett was good, too. I have my moments. That's right. But this one has... Not only I, I been bad, but been it, subpar. it has also derailed us already. No, that's fine. A minute in. We're on the rails. We're exactly where I thought we'd be at this point. <laughs> Two minutes into the podcast. But today we're going to be talking about the modern Batman. And so what we mean by that is we're going to go through the Nolan films and then the Snyder <sighs> films. Slash if you can even call them that. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about... The five appearances of Batman in live action Since leading up to vengeance. the Batman. <laughs> I am vengeance. <laughs> um, and so we're just going to go through starting with the earliest one and moving up through the most recent Justice League movie. So, Batman Begins. What are our thoughts? Yeah, I think it was the weakest of the trilogy. I, I yeah. <laughs> already contention. There. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know. I think it was the weakest of the trilogy for sure. I, I'm glad that there was a pivot to a more realistic version of these films. I think Batman Begins is a more like supernatural esque, just in the sense of like Scarecrow being the villain. Because um, you what you get in 2008. The Dark Knight and then Dark Knight Rises is a like post 9 11 look on terrorism. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like Nolan's whole muse was 9 11 and then the Bush administration with war. Batman Begins wasn't that. Yeah, I would have liked to get a different scarecrow, like one who operated independently from the League of Shadows. Yeah. Which we got him, like, kind of as an agent of the League of Shadows. And I felt like those two concepts just didn't, like, I, I like Ra's al Ghul, and I like the Scarecrow. Yeah. And I like how they were portrayed, but I didn't like them necessarily working together. Yeah, there's elements of Batman Begins that are, like, picked up in The Dark Knight and Dark Knight mm -hmm. Rises that I enjoy. I am fine with Liam Neeson. I'm I love Liam Neeson. All, all of it's fine, mm -hmm. but, and if they had kept, like, the, the same quality, it still would have been a good trilogy. Mm -hmm. But with The Dark Knight, 
it raised the bar to a level unseen before. So that's where I'm like, Bat- Batman. I don't start like when I go back and rewatch. I just start with Dark Knight. I just watched Dark Knight, honestly. Yeah. But every time I watch Dark Knight, mm-hmm. I want Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. No, I I think Batman Begins. It's rewatchability is simply hindered by it being an origin story for me yeah like i don't need to see the death of the waynes again and again and again forgot that you get that in batman begins oh yeah i mean i mean it's very much an origin story and that's totally fine when you're kicking off a trilogy especially when we hadn't had one in a while like we hadn't really had that depth to the character before on in live action yeah yeah no that's a good point i i'm always i I don't like going back to watching origin Mm -hmm. um like you don't watch no one watches captain america the first avenger anymore you watch the winter soldier and civil war yeah people don't watch batman begins you watch dark knight and dark knight rises Mm -hmm. um i think there are some exceptions like i'll go back and rewatch the first iron Iron man Man yeah over and over again yeah there's certainly exceptions but for the most part origin stories tend to be a little bit boring Mm -hmm. and repetitive they're all the same kind of story structure yeah especially one that we are very familiar with with batman i think spider-man is the other one i would throw into that category of just like we've seen uncle ben die so many times and they address that they finally then in the new mcu ones you never see it Mm -hmm. um so that was good we ended up getting the line but well i mean you know spoiler for the batman skip ahead 10 seconds but you don't see it in the batman the wayne's getting killed Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's just one of those things where if you're going to do a batman origin story i'd like to see them not do that yeah but yeah yeah no i think this one definitely was fitting for what the trilogy was especially at the time but i think batman begins is the second best one in the trilogy behind the dark knight that's why i'd be wrong (laughs) i'm (laughs) not i mean i think i think you're in the minority on that one yeah i think i am too um but i mean for batman begins i I liked, especially, like, Bruce Wayne coming into form. Like, I thought it was interesting how he just kind of goes through, like, I'm not Bruce Wayne, to, okay, I need to keep up this alternate persona so no one catches on me. Like, in Alfred even says that. He's like, you think a billionaire who rarely shows himself and has, like, toxic traits is and shows up with mysterious injuries all the time is not going to be suspected as yeah the batman and it's like fair point and so i like that kind of development as of bruce wayne as a character and kind of the development of batman especially kind of going through what the suit is going to be um you know i i also just love morgan freeman as lucius fox yes and is he so, in begins mm-hmm. he is yeah i just rewatched it last night yeah as i, I talked about i rewatched uh, dark knight and dark knight rises and then yeah the snyder versions before i did not touch batman begins like mm-hmm. i said i started with dark knight yeah yeah no but i i rewatched begins to in preparation for this and then i also just like 
I, I like the aesthetic of it all. Like, I like Wayne Manor. Like, I oh. I think the design there is good. I think the Batcave is cool. Yeah. Like, much That's... better than the other recent <laughs> ones. Well, actually, that might be the only thing I... Not to jump ahead to Snyder, that might be the only thing I like is that it's modern. His house. Yeah. I, I just like the more classic. The and maybe that's just me being a stickler for the comics. Yes. But, um, it's probably exactly what it was. It probably is. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, th- I think it's I think a really good story and a really good development yeah. of Bruce Wayne. There's never going to be that much to say about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the other two in the trilogy the way they are. One's so good and then one so contentious. Yeah. I will say the last thing I'll say about batman begins is that i didn't love i didn't love the scarecrow and league of shadows working together and then i also didn't love like the league of shadows being like oh we used a new weapon on gotham economics yeah and it's just like hmm did you like it's like we didn't anticipate the waynes being such good people amidst everybody and i'm like does it really always have to come down? Like, I feel like Thomas Wayne is such a focal point of so many of these stories. And I'm like, I feel like he he just doesn't have to be. Like, yeah. he could just be a good man who is wealthy, did some good things for his city, and uh, tragically died. You yeah. Know? I think my issue with Batman Begins is mainly tone. But that affects its rewatchability for me. Tone how? It's just, like, dark in an unnecessary way. Hmm. And I don't love when it's dark for the sake of being dark. Like, how do you mean? Like, do can you give me... Just... Like, so much of Dark Knight Rises is in the daylight. I mean, mean, I mean visual tone. Visual. Okay, gotcha. Because I was about to say, I'm like, the the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises are much darker movies. Right, right, right. Yeah, tone's not the best word. The, like, visual, the, like, color palette and all of that. Yeah. Batman Begins is very orange and dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like necessarily like the Narrows and the Train, and it's it's weird because Nolan is also so known for using practical effects. Yeah, and this is definitely the most CGI heavy, especially of the others. Yeah, yeah, and and it's noticeable. Yeah, too, and so I definitely agree with you in that aspect, and I don't, I think. Having it set at night doesn't help. Yeah, there's stylistic issues with. However, Batman. if you're gonna do a Batman story, Batman needs to be most active at night. That's so. the problem. I like I like daytime Batman. How do you like daytime Batman? <laughs> that is not <laughs> anyone has ever said. I like him in the day. I like to see him. I like to see what's going on. Takes. I have the weirdest takes. I do, but like Dark Knight Rises is fun because he fights at like noon. I I stand by it. But also, okay, even Dark Knight is at night, mostly. Yeah. But the lights are on. <laughs> you can see what's going on. Yeah. That's all I care about. Th- sometimes shows and movies make it dark visually, mm-hmm. not tone, for the sake of it being dark. And it's like, ooh, look at him. He operates in the shadows. <laughs> Just show it. It's yeah. fine. We understand. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of, like, 
Batman Begins feels very much like almost like yellow street light kind of lighting, and then yeah. the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises are very much like white light. Yes, and you can still see everything. Yes. So I get I get it in that regard. Yeah, but yeah, that's about all I have for cool the Begins. Yeah, I, I don't think I have much more. Um, so then moving on to probably the one we're gonna talk about the most, the Dark Knight. Oh, I think we're gonna talk about Dark Knight Rises more. I do think that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this I, one's going to be the least controversial. Yeah, we're on the same page where that a lot of people are on. Uh, Dark Knight is, I would say, the top five comic book movies. I would. It's it's my favorite movie. Period. Is it the best comic book movie? That's the that's the discussion now with that. Yeah, I mean, I think in more, terms of more have come out since then that what make me question that, but it's still like. It is the most rewatchable movie, period, for yes. me. I can watch The Dark Knight all day. It's also one of those things that so many people are of this opinion that there's so many different commentaries mm-hmm. of it. So I just watch it with a new commentary. And it's like I'm watching it for the first time every single time. Yeah. Which is, I love that. I have a weird take. Okay. Is it as beloved and, like, touted if Heath Ledger is alive? I think Yes. Like, for me, it's just the performance of the... Like, that scene in the prison. His performance is still great. Yeah. I think him dying brought more attention to the movie. I would agree that it brought more attention. For me, I don't think it mattered. It definitely makes the... Him winning an Oscar. Joker more of an intriguing character. Yes. But the movie as a whole, like, plot-wise, it doesn't change anything. And so I, I definitely get where you're coming from. And I think for some people, yes, it does matter. And I think it does make the Joker more intriguing. And I, it's, it's one of those things where we saw it now where, like, Parasite won Best Picture of the Oscars mm-hmm. 2020, I think, 19 maybe. But I had heard of that movie but never watched it until it won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what happened with Dark Knight. I think we're you get a lot of the more like casual views after Heath Ledger dies and get, and posthum, posthumously that's the word posthumously mm-hmm. wins the Oscar because at that time comic book movies are not what they are today. At that time, the only like other competition, I think it was the highest grossing film of two thousand eight. Iron Man would be the only other one. Uh, yeah, I don't. Thing. Iron Man was actually fairly low grossing compared to Marvel movies now. Yeah, box well, office yeah for the everything's Dark... blown up now. Yeah, the box office for The Dark Knight was over a billion, which was huge for the time. So I don't know if... I mean, a lot of people went and saw this. So I don't know if Heath Ledger's death necessarily correlates with... Also, it just like viewing. living on as long as I has. think living on, it does impact it so yeah so it made i think this is only domestic gross but 533 million mm-hmm. the next one was iron man at 318 and now yeah. indiana jones and hancock and wally finished out the top five that's what's weird now looking back at 2008 the box office is littered with kids movies mm-hmm. you have indiana jones which i guess isn't really a kids movie Wally, Kung Fu Panda, Madagascar 2, Horton Hears a Who, 
and Twilight, our boy, Robbie Patz. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. If you looked at the box office of 2019, five of them are comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that, those are the new kid movies. True. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Dark Knight was huge just for where we're at now in terms of comic book movies. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it really set the stage for like, these can be, like, you have Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. These can be praised. And then you have this, which just kind of took it to another level. Yes. I mean, no matter who you are, it's like, this movie is, no one is saying that this is a bad movie. Right. And if you are, you're just saying it to be contrarian. Mm-hmm. And even then, I've only heard people being like, yeah, no, The Dark Knight is a good movie. We know. Like, let's move on. It's yeah, not even... Yeah, it's kind of like The Office, where, like, yeah, we get it, it's a good show, you don't need mm-hmm. to make it your personality. Yeah, but let's dive into specifically how are the Bruce Wayne and Batman in this. Yes. Like, specifically him, because I don't think that this is peak Batman no. as a character. It's kind of dumb in this movie. Yeah. I don't lo- like this movie is made by the Joker. Yes. And then Two Face is kind of the cherry on top. Yes. Yeah. I think the Bruce Wayne, the little that we get in this, now that you think of it, I mean, the only Bruce Wayne you get is that party where the Joker shows up. You get the party. You also get him kind of at the start with Lau. Like, he's asleep on the desk and kind of playing the dumb CEO. Yeah. So you get some of that, but it's very Batman heavy in the second half, which is fine. Is what it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the Batman we get makes a lot of decisions for Rachel, Mm -hmm. um, which it works. Like I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but that's the he he's blind. I'm saying it as a bad thing. Really, I don't like how he's like. Maybe I'll hang up being Batman. Yeah. She knows, Rachel. right? Yeah. The whole time? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird dynamic to the story. I think it affects. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also don't love that him and Harvey are going after the same girl. That's, and she's kind of like, oh, like, who should I choose? Yeah. And the, it's like, the, how are two people going after this annoying. Harvey, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't love Rachel. Don't but, do it, Harvey. But yeah, so Bruce Wayne, <laughs> kind of on the same page, not a whole lot, but I mean, I think what we get is good. I mean. Yeah, yeah, what we get's great. I, his, the bat, what we get of the Batman's good too. I love the Tumblr. Just like, like his gadgets and yeah, gizmos and whatever. Cool I love Batmobile. I mean, the scene in, is it Shanghai? Where Lao is. And it's all blue, and he does a little gliding, and then he picks up with a plane. That was mm-hmm. cool. I like that. I like the the tech side of Batman. When Batman's Iron Man, he's really cool. Interesting. See, that's, I feel like, an opinion a lot of people would go the opposite way on. <laughs> but I also, I also think a techie Batman is cool, as long as it doesn't, like... If there's tech around a- him, he's going to use that. Yeah, as long as it doesn't take away from the character, which he saves I the day because can. of technology with the whole sonar in the phones. Yeah, and that's cool. I'm saying when it's more like he is reliant on a suit of armor or something for his 
yeah. power. And... What do you think about the end fight that he has with Joker? That lasts nine seconds. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I think they built up enough where, like, the fight is not the climatic it, the whole, part the, of that. Yeah, it's, it's a fight more against time. the prisoners versus yeah. the civilians it's on the, the boat. the tension like, of that. Yeah, and just that. Timing and all that. Buzzing I, which from is a, Hans Zimmer in the background. I mean. Which is a Nolan thing, too. Nolan has his own, like, auteurism with his, the way he does films. And Hans Zimmer's part of that. Mm-hmm. And it's never, like, a, like, in Interstellar, McConaughey fights Matt Damon. That's, like, the climactic fight of the movie. And it's, like, an hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. The fight is this like metaphor and a struggle and everything which is just a nolan thing i like it i like nolan mm-hmm. so dark knight just fits right in yeah i also like it too because i mean this is a movie where i mean really the villain comes out on top yes like joker was able to flip harvey and then harvey ended up dying and batman had to hang it up for a long time because of that I also realized I went to Chicago in September. My hotel was ten feet away from the opening shot of the movie. Nice. I didn't realize that until I watched it the other day. So sad. And I was like, "Oh my god, my hotel is in the background of this movie." Yeah. <laughs> I could have like recreated the shot with the mask. Mm-hmm. I was pissed when I saw that. Well, we just have to go to Chicago now, don't we? Chicago's great. I love Chicago. Me too. Um, they, oh I was there when they were filming the Batman. Really? Yeah. I, nice. th- both of them. I could have. I could have been in the background of the, the chase that you see. This isn't a spoiler. It's in the trailer. The chase with the Batmobile and the Batman, filmed in Chicago, mm-hmm. filmed September like second. I was right there. <laughs> missed opportunity. Really missed opportunity. <laughs> Okay, so we like the Bruce Wayne. We like the Batman, but some flaws, particularly in the story with Rachel. This one, one, something we didn't talk about with Begins, is that kind of each Nolan film has like a very distinct theme going through it. Yes. With Batman Begins, it's fear. Um, With The Dark Knight, it's chaos. Yes. And they encompass that just really well. Yeah. Complicated love triangle. Not that. Not that's not the reason for chaos. (laughs) But yeah, just lots of things to love about this movie. You're like it's suspense throughout. You never really know what the Joker's gonna do. Like especially like just that first time watching through, it's like okay, what what's the plan from here? Yeah, begins has like the typical hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And then it's flipped on its head in Dark Knight with a villain's journey. Essentially. Yeah, I will say this is, I like, I don't like that Wayne Manor is burned down and he's in this like yeah. little, little crate of a bat cave. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Well, I say we move on now to Dark Knight Rises, yes. which sounds like it'll be, there'll be some conflict here between opinions, but. <laughs> I think this is the worst of the Nolan films simply because, one, there's not as much Batman. There is, like, just this one little cop running around. 
and uh, excuse me that's robin yes i know it's supposed to be robin but he's a full-grown man and yeah, like joseph gordon levitt's a little boy i don't know i mean they got a young looking man for sure but yeah. i don't like that i don't like the romance with who turns out to be talia al ghul I, I mean, I don't like that aspect. And then I don't like that so much of the movie is just him, like, I gotta get out of this hole in the ground. I don't think it was that much of the movie. But, see, the thing is, that's what sticks out in my mind about it. Like, because between was, those three things, that seems to take up a lot of time that we don't get. pivotal scene. Him but getting it, out. Yeah, but it wouldn't have to be if you didn't write it that way. <laughs> But that's how they chose to write it. <laughs> yeah, I would just rather have him recovering with Alfred. and Yeah, but the whole point's him not being in Gotham when it's all happening. See, I think it would be cool for him to be in Gotham while it's all happening and then... Not be able to do anything about it? Yeah, like he literally sees firsthand his city just getting overrun. and But he still sees it. He does see it, but like him just being in some weird locate i mean i don't know if it's the middle east where it is but like they they don't really describe it that well but i'm just gonna google where's the bane hole and see what happens yikes (laughs) that worked brilliantly someone had a, a forum post where's the bane hole it's in india jadpur rajasthan india not morocco it's supposed to be morocco though yeah, I guess, and that's the other thing, is, like, someone had to take him to India. Like, Bane's there with him in India. Yeah, so that's the thing, is, like, Bane is overtaking Gotham, takes out his best defender, and then says, let me personally fly him to India. Yeah, but the movie is centered around Bane's hole. Like, Bane's hole is a big player in this movie. Oh, I know. And it's all... We have to think of a different name for no, it. No, it's Bane's hole. Um, it's all centered around Talia getting out. And she's the one who gets out, and you think it's... The whole time you're supposed to think it's Bane. Mm-hmm. Even though, if you know who Joey King is, you know that that's a woman... Uh, well, a little girl actor mm-hmm. climbing out of the pit. But, I mean... It's all centered around that Bane's Hole. Bane's Hole is a huge narrative f- focus of... This oh, thing. yeah, no. And I'm just saying I don't like that it is a huge narrative focus in this. It started out really great. as a movie, like, up until Bane breaks Batman's back, which is amazing yeah. scene. Like, I'm on board. Like, such a great movie. And then just so much of the focus. It does take a turn at that point. Yeah, and I don't like the turn it takes, I guess. I think I you could explain it a way of Nolan saw the praise that the Dark Knight was so villain-focused that an easy way to get back to that is to be villain-focused with Bane and kick Batman away. Yeah, I just, I just think it doesn't make sense. Like, why do you... It's weird that know. we like it for Dark Knight, but we don't for Dark Knight Rises. See, I don't think it's weird at all. Because in my eyes, Bane... The coolest part of the movie happens without Batman. When he blows up Heinz Field. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, that's such a great scene. Yeah, but that's Batman's way for that. But I... So, 
the big issue that other people have with this mm-hmm. are plot holes. I have a list of plot holes. Okay. I'm going to go one by one, and I'm going to refute every one of them, maybe. The bridge signal, where he lights the bridge and the bat signal. Oh, yeah. he. <laughs> I do have a problem with that. Okay. What is it? I mean, Batman had to be, have been up there just kind of dousing <laughs> this bridge with gasoline for, like, hours. Okay, yeah, I can get that. And then light it on fire. Like, yeah. no it's one would have seen... It's not a plot hole. It's not a plot hole. It, it just... is... If you think about it, it is unnecessary. It's dumb, yeah. Um, Gordon sending every single cop in Gotham into the tunnels. Also dumb, I think. But I don't think it was his decision. I mean, I don't know if it was his decision, but also, like, some cops are not working. Like... Yeah. Some are off-duty. I mean, and so, I don't know. I don't like that also... Why would you send your entire police yeah. force somewhere? I mean, you have different precincts and everything. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense. How did Bruce escape the bomb? They kind of explained it at the end where Fox is talking to, like, the tech guys and is trying to figure out... Yeah, they explained the autopilot, audio, And he autopilot. says, oh, it was fixed by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So that was it. He went into autopilot. He ejected well ahead of that. They just didn't show it because mm-hmm. that's how movies work. Yeah. All of the plot holes are just like, that's how movies work. Get over it. Most of the plot holes. Most of the plot holes. The the, the bat signal one, yeah, I have a, I can agree that was a little unnecessary, but it's a cool picture. I, I like the Bane we get. I like Tom Hardy's Bane a lot. Yeah. It feels good for the universe. I don't like the Talia al Ghul story. I think it's just, yeah. again, like... Bane working alongside League of Shadows. I'm like, you can... I do like that Scarecrow is in every movie. I do like that, too. I would have preferred if it was a different villain, but... Well, it was originally going to be Heath Ledger. Yeah, so that's the other thing. I would love to find the original script for Dark Knight Rises. I know it's not finished. I would love if Nolan, like, wrote a novel or whatever of what his plans were if Joker was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that I think is super interesting. So was Joker originally going to be the like judge, jury, executioner guy? I, I don't know what his role was going to be exactly, but I know he was going to have uh-huh. at least a somewhat big role in this. And so I'm also curious how much of this movie was hindered by no Heath Ledger, no Heath Ledger. Like I'm wondering if they added the Talia Al Ghul stuff in <laughs> because they didn't have Joker is Joker. the one who was in Bane's hole. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I like the whole Bane. Yeah. I'm trying to overthrow. I think it was a interesting element to add for Bane because so much we get of Bane in the comics is yeah. just big like muscle venom and the venom. I I do wish we would have gotten some sort of like venom thing. I think it's just how practical that Nolan takes it. If, yeah. If this, movie, if you had just even just put tubes on his back, though. Yeah. If like, this movie was bad, I think you're supposed to get it from the mask. Yeah, but I just want some tubes of green. Like if you started the trilogy with this, like if this was Batman Begins, you would have gotten that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Dark Knight Rises. Yep. I th- I don't think we were as contentious as I thought. Yeah. I mean, I I would say I liked the movie overall more than I. I still think it's the second best. I think it's by far the worst. 
but yeah, um, splitting hairs. That is a tough one. Spider Man because the Dark Knight is definitely the best comic book movie in my opinion. Right, and like Logan is a lot of people's other one. Logan is uh, way up there for me. Infinity War is the other one people bring up. Mm-hmm. But that's not a part of a trilogy. So that yeah. takes that out. Logan's not a part of a trilogy. That takes that out. Unless you want to say... Well, but then you're still dragged down by X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and then the Wolverine. And then Logan. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Wolverine is definitely not the best trilogy. Correct. I would... So it's Captain America, Spider-Man, Dark Knight. I would give it to the most recent Spider-Man. Yeah. I would too. And then I would say the Dark Knight trilogy, and then I'd Captain probably America. give it to the original Spider-Man oh, trilogy. Oh yeah, I guess that counts too. So I mean, I would say those three, and then probably Captain America. I put I put Captain America three. I'd put the Raimi trilogy just because I'm lower on Civil War than most people. Civil War is just kind of fun. Yeah. The, the problem with the Raimi trilogy is just, like, it's not aged well at all. It hasn't aged as well, but still, Spider-Man 2 is great. The original Spider-Man is nostalgic. I like, I, and like then... the, I like original Spider-Man almost more, not more than two, but close. Yeah. I, I like Green Goblin. But yeah, the first two are phenomenal, and then the third one is... MCU Spider-Man has really such great memes. Blew that... it out of the water. Yes. So... I, I think the newest Spider-Man trilogy is the best trilogy of superhero movies yeah but yeah this is this would be second in my book for sure so then moving on to the snyder batman oh boy so we don't even get a batman solo movie which i think is such a big problem i think Batman vs. Superman would have been received better had we gotten a Batman solo film. Yeah, I agree. Before it. I think... That's just DC cutting corners. Because they just wanted to get to Justice League. Oh, yeah, no. They absolutely cut corners, and obviously it didn't oh, it work out well. I mean, ethically. Examining this as just Batman, I won... It is my favorite design. Oh, no. I knew you would hate that. Of the bat suit? Just Batman in general. I love a big oh Batman. Like, Yeah, I'm fine with hefty bat flick. I have a problem with the fact that he wears a Heather Gray t-shirt as his suit. See, I don't mind that. It's so bad. I don't mind it. It's, it's tough. It's a rough look. I like Iron Batman better than... I also think Iron Batman is cool. Yeah, I'd prefer that. That's more practical for what he needs if he's going to be fighting Steppenwolf and Abomination and Doomsday. Because that's Abomination? What did I say? Abomination. What is it supposed to be? Doomsday. You said Abomination and Doomsday. You mean Darkseid? I'm thinking of Darkseid. Yeah. I got the the first three letters right. (laughs) Of what? A, S, and then D. What are you talking about? <laughs> Abomination doesn't have an S in it. No, A. Yeah, but... Okay, I got the S in Steppenwolf. And then I, I, I said Doomsday. I meant to say Darkseid. And then I said Abomination. 
but <laughs> but abomination's not in it. I'm wrong. <laughs> Go from the top here. <laughs> no, I'm just wrong. I was wrong. Okay. I like cutting out when you're wrong about things because it, it makes just us makes more me look... credible. No. Um. I Batman versus Superman. So I'll, I'll go. I'll look at it as the movies and not the awful Heather Gray T-shirt that he wears. He's wearing a Hanes beefy tee with a bat logo on it. Yeah. See, I I don't think. I mean, I think it's uh, the inclusion of Wonder Woman is unnecessary, but necessary in the fact that like that's the only way the fight works. Yeah. Let's first judge this on how we like the batman and the bruce wayne that we i had. hated the bruce wayne see this is one of my favorite iterations of bruce wayne he's a dick yeah but i think i think there's a place for that he's also a loser i don't like he's the a, like boozed up he, bruce wayne he has no like love interest i'm fine with that he i don't love want interest bruce wayne to have a love interest he needs a love interest i want him to be lonely if ana de armas or jennifer lopez were batflick's love interest i would like this significantly more instead he shows up to parties alone is a dick to superman he like will routinely show up to parties alone in comics and stuff he's a loser (laughs) i'm fine with that (laughs) i'm fine with him like because he never has any sort of like lasting relationships. I mean, Catwoman would be the yeah, closest that's his thing. fault. Yeah, and I like it. <laughs> I mean, that's a his okay. part of him that I think they capture well. His Batman's fine because they show him as like the planner. See, I don't like this Batman as much. It's fine. The rest he kills. other than him. Oh, I'm fine with him killing. I I am not. I don't care about that. I care a lot about that that's such a core part of the character oh i understand that but it's fine him using guns a little unnecessary but but where do you draw the line on that him using a gun versus if he shoots him with like a batarang and kills him i'm fine with it or if he drives through a truck which he does i'm also fine with it yeah i i don't know i the problem i have is the way Zack Snyder directs it in the killing and the action. Mm. just looks stupid. He goes into unnecessary slow-mo shots. The reason he kills people is because Zack Snyder thinks that, like, violence is the only way to have a good story. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think it's super well-directed. Yeah, a lot of... I like the movie overall. Like Almost all my issues are core in Zack Snyder. Yeah, I actually like, I like the look of it a lot, which I'm, I know you're against. I like the look of it, and overall I like it. I think, I don't like the Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> yeah, I didn't version like of... I didn't um, like that either. DC just cutting so many corners. Yeah, and a lot of this, I think... The extended cut is a lot better. Now, okay, so when I rewatched it, I did watch the ultimate cut. It makes it infinitely better because I did not like this movie. I don't remember coming much of out the theatrical. of theaters. Yeah, rewatching it, it just added some like core elements that makes it make yeah. 
just at least a little bit more sense. What do you think about the whole, like, fighting Superman thing? Like, his motivation behind it was fine at first. I loved it. Because, I mean, you see him, like, the opening scene, I think, is placed perfectly. You see him running. Superman has just flown through Wayne Tower. Collapsed it. I mean, Bruce Wayne is just trying to save his employees like and he's like looking up at the sky where Wayne Tower used to be and realizing that Superman was like obviously he doesn't know the direct motives it's not like Superman interviews so in his eyes a problem that Superman is either directly related to or at least brought to earth has killed a bunch of people that he is close to has destroyed his skyscraper i mean he is pissed and i would be too and so if you saw that and had that power to change something i think it's very good motivation for batman yeah. in this movie and that's i think one of the elements i like it's just such a fool's errand also it's just like his answer was oh and now i need to kill him like when superman comes to confront him the first time superman does it the wrong way mm-hmm. and like blows up his batmobile and it's like you need to stop. Yeah. When Superman learns that Martha is dying and he needs Batman's help, he comes at him, hands up, not trying to fight, and Batman just carries out his plan. That's where it's just like, oh, this is just an emotional, like, poor decision maker who spent the whole movie planning this out and now just wants his like dick measuring contest to be in to be over. Yeah, I I just see it more as he views Superman as this huge threat and it's like I mean, yeah. He's the most powerful being on the planet and Batman's maybe the only person who can do something about it. I guess I'm just of the mindset of if you saw someone that powerful, I would probably want them on my side, not against me. Yeah, I just think a lot of this movie is fixed with like one like quick conversation. I would say, in terms of plot holes, this movie has a lot. Yes, I. It's another Zack Snyder thing of like, well, let's get into the action. The whole end of this movie drags, and it's all action, and you don't care about it at all. It doesn't lead anywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't like the doomsday we get either. No. It seems shoehorned in. It's a bad look for the character. Yeah. I think they did Death of Superman kind of cool. But again, that's like... You just have so many different storylines. Like you're yes. doing Dark Knight Returns like from the comics. You're doing Death of Superman. Yeah, it's just DC cutting corners, which is Yeah, like you just have to too many things going on. You have Wonder Woman coming in. You have... Like, a thumb drive that has basically the trailer for the Justice Which, League. Yeah, and, like, this viral marketing campaign that was all in Lex Luthor's thumb drive. Did Lex Luthor design the logos for Wonder Woman and Cyborg and Flash? Yeah. <laughs> because that's what it looks like. You're right. If there's a solo Batflick Batman that led into this, maybe we like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The beginning of this movie should have been the solo Batflick. 
Yeah, and I would say this is definitely still heavier on Batman than it is on Superman. Like, I think this was supposed yeah. to be, like, almost like Captain America Civil War. I mean, they came out at the same time, so obviously they were kind of Yeah, that's the other problem. Kind of competing. Because they were trying to compete with Marvel with Civil War. But, but we Captain had America had two, two movies, and Solo and the Avengers. And Avengers, and Iron Man had three movies ahead of that. There was so much more involved. And other characters had solo movies. Yeah, whereas this was our first introduction to this Batman. Yeah. Which I liked. Again, I I don't like the Batcave. I thought it would have been cool, like, oh, we got this Batman, and he's clearly been through a lot, you know? We already saw that Joker killed Robin. I mean, there's... Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, and it made me Who's want... Who's the Joker in this universe? Like, Is it Jared Leto? Yes. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. And, oh, no. And so, that's the thing is, like, this movie ended and I'm like, I want to see more. Because it's clear that this Batman yeah. had been through a lot of cool stuff. But then we didn't get anything else because Batfleck didn't yeah. didn't want to make a reappearance. Which well, I understand, but at the same time, I'm like, man. Let's, let's talk Justice League it. then. First of all, Joss Whedon, F you. I don't like you. Yeah, no, we're not gonna talk about the Joss Whedon version. Um, yeah, it's no, bad. He's a he's a pos. Um, yeah, the Zack Snyder Justice League. The four hour. The cut. four hour unnecessary movie. We watched it together this time last year. Yeah, it was fun then. Mm-hmm. I however I never see myself rewatching this. I have not rewatched it since, and if I ever rewatch it, there better be a basketball game going on next to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we paused it so many times. We took a break two hours in to go get sandwiches. We took another break an hour in to watch the end of Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. Sorry to pick that thorn. We paused you. it with like thirty minutes left to go get energy drinks because we were bored. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I. It's Man. too long. I wish that the Snyder Cut came out. Maybe it was three hours. Maybe it was two hours, 45 minutes. You could make it four one-hour episodes of a miniseries. Yeah, it was originally going to be a miniseries, and then they changed it up to and a movie. They should have made it a miniseries, and I don't know why they didn't. Yeah, but it's another one of those things where just, like, the Snyder stylistic choices that I hate, the slow-mo and the, like action happens but it doesn't nothing happens in it that matters mm-hmm. like you could not pay attention to the fights and then get back and you'll be right in the same place yeah um and i i don't like the batman we get in this because what this like- gave us was like it was trying to do the marvel formula again but yes. again it just didn't have the movies yeah before it, it didn't earn it. Up on. It didn't yeah. earn it. That's the problem. You had. What did you think of the like apocalyptic, apocalyptic Batman that we get in the? I guess it's a dream. I, I yeah, don't really the, like it. dream. Yeah, weird dream sequence. We well, get we also Batman got versus that Superman. Yeah, but then they revisit it again in the Snyder cut with more characters. I think it's cool. I like it. I, I want l- a whole movie like that. I would like that too. It reminds me a lot of Injustice, just with. Yeah. Like, Lois Lane is now dead, and Superman's, Superman's just going, off the rails. Yeah. I yeah, I, totally I love that as a concept. would like a Mad Max Batman who has to work with the Joker and Mera and just, like, characters that don't belong outside. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna have a mermaid help you with this sand battle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... It's, again, 
it, all the, I a lot of my issues now are like on Twitter because the Batman came out, so now there's people like Batfoot was better, re- restore the Snyder cut, and like all of the like the Snyder Bros who got the Snyder cut to happen now want like a Snyder verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going way ahead, but like the Flash is gonna erase that. Yeah, I'm glad. See, I would be very happy with a Snyderverse. I personally like the direction they took Superman. I liked Henry Cavill's Superman a lot. I do like Henry Cavill. I liked this version of Batman. I wanted to see more solo stuff from him. Yeah, there's elements that I would like to see, but at this point I want DC to take a different direction. Yeah, I I just, I could see them. I I don't want the Snyderverse to kind of be the only DC content we're getting. Like, if you keep making these things, like the Batman and the Suicide Squad, the new one, like, you keep making that, and I'm happy. But if you're also doing Snyder stuff with Cavill and Affleck, I'm also happy with that, like, doing it alongside. So what we have now is, like, Marvel does their movies very, like, tonally the same. Mm-hmm. Um, the a big issue people have is like directors don't have that much say, mm-hmm. which they have say. Like the directors are agreeing with what's coming on, but like the Russo brothers and whatever we see, like Captain Marvel, like there's not that much of a difference between those movies. Yeah, but like DC now has had like several movies and properties be filmmaker driven with James Gunn's Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad and then Zack Snyder has his own tone and setting for his stuff I would like to see DC restart do it again do their own connected universe and have it be filmmaker driven have Snyder have his own movies have James Gunn have his own movies have Zachary Levi do his movies have I have Matt Reeves do something. That's what I want to see DC Mm -hmm. move into. I don't want Zack Snyder to do all of it. Yeah. And I I, don't want him to, like, automatically be doing, like, whatever the next Justice League is. Yeah, no, I mean, and I would say the same for any film director. Like, I love James Gunn. I loved The Suicide Squad, and I thought that was a phenomenal movie. I liked Peacemaker a lot. But I don't want to see a James Gunn Batman film. Oh, I would love to see that. In I a get heartbeat. It. Yeah, you would love it. I would love yeah, that. You would love it. Okay, but because that was a big thing. With... I, I wouldn't want a whole DC universe of just James Gunn movies. Right. That's the thing. I don't want him. People like then people are also saying we'll give James Gunn DC. I'd be fine if he's like whatever the Kevin Feige is of Marvel, and could fix a lot of like the stiffness that's in. That's the like the big thing of Warner Brothers executives is they're very stiff. Mm-hmm. and they don't like you to take any liberties with a character like you know a certain story about what batman might do in the harley quinn show yeah um yeah look that up if you want i'm not gonna go into detail but you know i think it's cool when you let the characters branch out and do different things james gunn does that mm-hmm. Zack snyder kind of does that but he does it in a weird way so there's an avenue where DC could be cool and have cool movies. But what happened was what we got was just jumping. It'd be like if Marvel started with the Avengers. Yeah. 
No, I mean... Or really started with Civil War and then did It Avengers. would be... I mean, if you follow the same path of what DC did, it would be like, Marvel does, okay, we're gonna do Iron Man, and then Captain America Civil War, and then <laughs> Avengers. Like, those are those would be the three starting movies. God. And so, imagine watching them in that order with no context of what the other yeah. movies are. So this Justice League was pieced together, I mean, four, no, three out of the six core members we see for the first time outside of the flash drive in BVS. Yeah, where Lex Luthor designs everyone's suits and logos. Yeah, and so... How did he pick red and yellow for flash? It's a black and white security cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just lucky, I guess. We get three out of the core six members for the first time. And so you have to spend so much time on them that you get no time developing Batman. Batman is just supposedly kind of the leader of the group alongside Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. And you know that Batman is kind of a veteran crime fighter at this time. But we haven't gotten that. We haven't yeah. seen him really fighting crime. We've just seen him against Superman and then against some another kind of big cosmic threat in this. Whereas where yeah, ba Batman's in his prime, he is like fighting these more kind of high street level villains like the Penguin or the Riddler or the Joker. Yeah. They also show Steppenwolf in Batman versus Superman when they like return back to the ship to get Luther and he's like watching Steppenwolf with the mother boxes. It's just, yeah, a lot like they're like, ooh, look, we're going to tease the villain real quick, just like Marvel did. Mm hmm. It's just everything we get is like the just result of really poor decision making, and that's why I don't like it. Yeah, I personally, I I am fine with Zack Snyder. I would happily see more DC content that he would put out, but I I don't like this Justice League. It was poorly timed, um, yeah. and that's the same with Batman vs Superman. And so I I just don't think we get enough of the character. I don't like a Batman who kills. But I think the Bruce Wayne is... I, I like the Bruce Wayne just cut out all the booze and drugs and... I think if it was if Ben Affleck's going to play it, you should make Batman an alcoholic. But Batman's not an alcoholic. Sorry, Ben Affleck. I, yeah, no. I like that idea of, like, if a Batman was in the modern world, he probably would be an alcoholic just because of all the shit he has to see. I don't like it. It's not part of his character. It's against his character, so... Alright. As long as you're in line with, like... And, and that's kind of when I get mad, is particularly when the core values or what the character is about gets Changed. ruined or diminished. Yeah, I get that. I am... I do... I, yeah, I understand that. But, like, even if we saw Robert Pattinson's Batman, like, start to drink a lot, I think it would just make sense narratively. I think it would fit the tone that they're going for, but... And I think it would fit narratively, but you're still changing a yeah, core part of the character, yeah, and I wouldn't thing. like that. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to probably kind of wrap this part up and go into... We're going to have some spoilers for The Batman, um, the newest one with Robert Pattinson, and we're going to kind of look at how these Batman all compare. Yes. So, what are your thoughts on, just in general... Who is your favorite Batman? 
I think it's these three. I maybe it's recency bias. I do think it's Pattinson. Okay. Um, Batman. Mm-hmm. I like Christian Bale. I like his suit, but I also like Batman's the Batman suit. Yeah. Um, I wish they had a different name. Oh they, no, they do. Vengeance's suit is way cooler. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I prefer what they did with Robert Pattinson. I think that was an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Batflix sucks, so <laughs> I, he's the lowest on my totem pole. Um, I yeah, I think what you get from the Batman is a blend of all everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the Batman we get. I think best design, in my opinion, goes to Batfleck. I just love the big the Hanes beefy Maori like like just the big beefy batman it just reminds me of the comics i love it i do wish and we talked a little bit about this in our other batman episode i wish they would have made the cowl and cape blue yeah you could have i saw concept art finally it was gonna be blue and it looked good yeah i i I like it a lot i think you could get into that i yeah i think the suit will change so yeah uh, but the core, I think, I don't think changed the symbol, especially if it's from the gun who killed his parents. I'm talking about Batflex still, though. Oh, his cape was going to be blue? Like, there, well, it, it wasn't going to be blue, but there is art out there where they change the color Batflex and it looks blue. cool. It would make more sense because he has a gray suit. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the Batman. The yeah. Batman concept art, his was going to be blue, too. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Yeah, but I was saying, like, just the art that came out. Yeah. After that had the, like, cowl and, like, gloves, blue yeah. for Batfleck. I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool black right now. But, I don't know. I just really like the design of that Batman. I still am not sold on the gun that killed his parents being... Not sold as in you don't believe it or you don't like the idea? I don't love the idea. Oh, I think it's just so metal literally yeah i it's awesome i i don't know that's like one of my few complaints about batman is that like he's still it makes so much sense because he's so like still like hurt by it yeah i know but why would you he wouldn't kill joe cool (laughs) i i don't like how kind of it's not confirmed i mean it could just be a gun but certainly a gun handle yeah but i don't like that what do you want it to be? Just a symbol? Yeah. Symbol of peace. I just think it has too many parts going on to it. Yeah, but if you were a vigilante, a.k.a. vengeance, you would want everything to have parts in case you need, you could only reach your chest. You got a knife. Just... Yeah, I'm not talking about it in a practical sense, oh, necessarily. Thinking. The Batfleck suit is very simple. It reminds me a lot of the comics, and I love that. And for that reason, it wins in my book. Baffling. I like the... I, and I talked about this last time, too, is I like the utility belt on the new Batman. Yeah. I, I love that. I like how a lot of it's still kind of makeshift. But I don't like how... I don't know. It just seems to have too many parts. I don't know how he gets it on so quickly. Give me Pattinson. In terms of just the way they act... I might take Pattinson. Yeah, I would 
him or Bale. Yeah, I think... But Bale has his weird accent. Bale's, for me... Where is she? I see, I like it. I do like that. It works. It makes sense. I like Bale's... Bale's voice, I think, is the best for Batman. Like, that will always be the voice in my head. When he is talking at, like, a normal talking level, it's worse. Tell Harvey I'm gonna go over there. He's like, it's like a whispering, like, rasp. Mm-hmm. I think Batman's or uh, Pattinson's regular voice when Batman is better. Okay, um, in terms of Bruce Wayne, I think Bale does it best. You've already said you think Batfleck does it best. I don't think Batfleck does it best. You like the decisions. I I like the look of. Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I do like that. I like that he wears, he dresses not like in a tuxedo all the time, but dresses still nice. The thing about the Pattinson, you get Bruce Wayne for like two seconds. So yeah, I think Pattinson by far is almost the worst just like Bruce yeah, Wayne. It's just null. You can't like it's say anything. Really about not it. Bruce Wayne. I mean, it has. It's like the very start of Bat. If the very start of Batman begins just carried on throughout the whole movie and there was no development in Bruce Wayne yeah. except for the last five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I think I think Bale does it best. I, I would agree. Okay. So, there we go. The point I was trying to look for was... Um, oh, Pattinson has the best Batmobile. Disagree. You think I the like, Tumblr? I like the Tumblr. I do too. I very much love the Tumblr. Affleck has the worst Batmobile, though. I don't even... I, his is unremarkable, just like everything else is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pattinson's... Uh, Pat, Pattinson's Batmobile just has the coolest moment with it. Yeah, I don't know. I like... With the Tumblr, it goes into stealth mode, and I, I love... Yeah. It'll be love, interesting that. to revisit cool. this part of the conversation when we have a trilogy of the Batman. Yeah. Hopefully, Zack Snyder can come up with one more <laughs> solo Batman film, and then we can really... Not gonna happen. Yeah. I think we have a better chance of Bale returning than that. The thing I think that separates Pattinson's Batman from Bale is probably the Rachel <laughs> storyline and, like, the Talia al Ghul, like... Yeah, well, to, well I guess... that remains to be seen, what happens with that. Yeah. Do you think in the future the Batmans? I don't know how they'll go about naming the next two, but is it always just going to be the Bat and the Cat, or is he going to have other women? I don't know. I don't really care about that side. Oh, I, don't. I, I mean, I like I like Catwoman. I like the Zoe Kravitz Catwoman we got. Yeah. They seem to have more of a like natural connection, whereas I don't know. I think Anne Hathaway is just kind of a weird fit in. That's just because Nolan works with the same actors and actresses every time. Yeah, I know, but I I just think it was a weird fit, and I really liked Zoe Kravitz, so... Yeah. Okay. That's a win in my book, but I, I think Catwoman's gone for now? Yeah, like, what other love interests could we see? I mean, we could see Poison Ivy. I'd like that. But I don't see I don't Reeves see doing that. Well, if you're going to do Mr. Freeze, maybe you get into Poison Ivy, but yeah, it does. It seems too, too out there. Yeah. Is there a practical one? I mean, 
you could make a practical one, but that's not what I want to see, really. Alright. I want to see a woman who controls plants and some giant wacky plants, too. I, yeah. I, I like the Harley Quinn version of Poison Ivy yeah. a lot. And oh, maybe we could see the Harley Quinn in the Batman. We could see Harley Quinn in Batman. That would work. I would like it. Cool. Well, any kind of final thoughts on any of these Batman movies or characters? Anything like that? I just really want to see more Pattinson. Mm-hmm. I, I think they've officially announced the Penguin show. Or penguin project they've yet to mm-hmm. say show or movie today so we're getting more for sure um but this may be recency bias like i said but i that was awesome i want more of what we got yeah yeah i think overall the nolan batman is you just can't just... replicate that you really can't. I mean, just in terms of as a character, but then also just all the supporting characters. Right. Like, I you can't beat Michael Caine as Alfred. Yeah. It's Ma- hard I mean. to... Yeah, like, you have Morgan Freeman, just yeah. a legendary actor as yeah. Lucius Joseph Fox. Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing a 12-year-old boy who's also a man oh my cop. Oh, gosh. Uh, and Hathaway. That's not who I'm talking awakening about. Awakening my insides. Um uh, Tom Hardy as Bane. You yeah. get Killian Murphy in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger, obviously. Heath Ledger. Yeah. You have Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. I mean, now, you just can't. The Batman cast is still stacked. You it get is Pattinson, still stacked. You get. Um, oh man, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Um, I said it first. <laughs> uh, Andy Circus, Zoe Kravitz, Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright, Wright was great. Oh, I think he gosh. was the best Gordon. I. See, you can't beat Gary Oldman for me, but Jeffrey Wright is. I also think about that's just something as that's missing from Batman cast. versus Superman as a Gordon. Well, they have it's J.K. Simmons. Where? Nowhere. That's why. Like they cast J.K. <laughs> yeah, Simmons, right. who would be good was in the role. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, that's what it was. But yeah, he he's in both. He's in the original Justice League. He's well. He's in well, BVS. Okay. He is? Yes. But you don't see any of him. And it's such a waste. Yeah. Because he would be a good Gordon. Yeah, I think would. Gordon has been the most consistently, like, well cast. I will say, I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I do like Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Yeah. Michael Caine's better, though. Oh, yeah. Michael Caine is the best, and then... Yeah. His... M- Michael Caine's moment... Michael Caine shines in Dark Knight Rises. Because mm-hmm. he says what he wants of Bruce Wayne, and then they pay it off in the like post credit. I don't know. I still I, I like Michael Caine throughout. Yeah, I like the whole some men just I want do to think, watch I the mean, world. Burn. Zoe Kravitz was more interesting than Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave her a purpose. Yeah, that's something Anne Hathaway is like. Hey, you know Catwoman. She Here's was, Catwoman. She was my purpose. I, um, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> understand. But yeah, no, I. Every one of them has something to offer. However, the Nolan Batmans have more to offer than the Affleck ones, and mm-hmm. the the Batman we has, haven't seen enough of yeah, yet for me. But I think has a lot of potential. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I mean, I think as predicted, Nolan reigns supreme. The Reeves trilogy. I is Matt Reeves directing? Oh yeah, he's he's directing the other ones. Oh, the Penguin. 
well, stuff if, like that. Well, if this had sequels, he's, you would he's assume. He's executive producing for The Penguin. If, yeah, if there's sequels, he's writing and directing. Yeah, so. Um, um, and they did say that it would take less time to do more. Because mm-hmm. it took five, five years to get what we got. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Reeves trilogy has a lot of potential. And yeah. I've like overall liked what we got so far. Give me more of the Batmobile. That was awesome. If you had to give each of these Batman a rating out of a hundred, yes, what would you give it? Just the characters, or like the trilogies? Mm, or we'll give just the characters. Okay, Nolan, okay, Bale, ninety-one. Mm-hmm. Affleck, fifty-seven. Okay. Pattinson, ninety-three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What about you? I would say, hi, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. I threw out this question, but like really didn't want to answer it myself. I do have, I do have a score for each of the movies to give you time to think. Okay, so let's, yeah, let's hear that. I won't give Batman Begins because it's no longer a movie in my mind. <laughs> you have to give Batman Begins. It's I, a core I, part I of I the trilogy. I originally and... have it as like an 84. What are you rating it on? Out of 100? No, like, what do you oh, mean you originally like, had it? Oh, I have a, I have letterboxed. Oh, okay. And I I track every single one of the movies I watch. Okay, so um, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, it's great. I have 987 movies. I got two likes for my Batman review that just said Jeffrey Wright reads a lot, but two likes is like viral on this app. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Batman Begins. I think I gave it an 84. Um, Dark Knight is 100 perfect movie um dark knight rises is a 94 mm-hmm. um batman versus superman is a 46 the justice league is a 22 Zack snyder's justice league is a 77 then am i missing one no the batman 96 i yep. think is what i gave it mm-hmm Nice. Yeah, I... Nolan's Batman, I, w- I would give, like, 95. And I, I'm kind of combining the personas of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, I'm just looking at, like, the... Snyder, I would give about a 70. And then... I would give Pattinson about, like, an 88. The wow. Bruce Wayne hurts it significantly, even though it uh, may be my favorite. I like his Batman goofy little portrayal. sunglasses. I didn't. <laughs> He's not a vampire. <laughs> he is. No, he is. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lest you forget, Twilight exists. Mm-hmm. Number 10 movie of t- 2008. Jeez. <laughs> well, everybody, that has been our show. Probably one of our least organized but one yeah, that it was there yeah we had fun doing it it was yeah. a subject we wanted to talk about and so yeah. we talked about it. i wanted but... to talk about dark knight rises being supreme yes we all know we all know <laughs> but um thank you all for listening and supporting us make sure to recommend this podcast to a friend and remember that this has been nerds aren't real your home for all reviews analysis and speculation of all things nerd this has been hank and